listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is a bicycle podcast uh, where each week I, lunatic online, shoe kicker offer, shower have taken her. Dave Anthony reads a story from American history to my best, 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 best guy, the best thing that ever happened to me. Before him, I was in a closet shouting alone. Gareth Reynolds, who <laughs> not no story about. <laughs> good. I was like, uh, that was we f- held the same microphone at the same time and body swapped. I mean, that was like, have you ever seen Freaky Friday? I've read a lot about it. Have you read the novels? Because I've a read whole the books. S- yeah, there's there's nineteen uh, freaky weekies. Freaky, <laughs> freaky I've read freaky weekies. Freaky seeky. Yep. Freaky leaky. Really, I mean, that whole, one's horrible. Yeah. The nipple thing no, is terrible. But uh, but yeah, no, I've read all those. I've read the series of the freakies. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna start a podcast, a Freaky Friday podcast, just about the whole Freaky Friday. You know series. when you should put it out Thursdays. Fuck. We work together so well. Badly. Oh, sorry. Oh, I thought yes. we were going to... No, oh, we're okay, good. Great. This is... Action. Not... Right. Yes. Okay. Take it to the band. But the, mu- the music just ended? You said. You said. All right, I started over. The quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy. <laughs> Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not <laughs> yeah. going to become the Tickling Podcast. <laughs> okay. This is like Adam. On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> Come on, Rose, let's play. Now hit him with the puppy. <laughs> you both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep till hippo. No sleep till hippo. Action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> May 16th, 1928, year of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Yes. Jesus Cristo. Yes. Alfred Emanuel Martin was born in Berkeley, California. Okay. His birth was delayed because the doctor would birth not... birth was delayed? <laughs> Can he wait 45 minutes to come out? Sure, absolutely. When this lights up and vibrates, we have an area for him. So just have push him bring it up to the host stand. Push it back in. My uncle... Uh, I'm the hospital's kicker. Uh, my uncle was pushed back in because the doctor wasn't there yet. Oh, my God. He's always been a little slow. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, can you have a rejecting nature on that it's level? Not a good no. Idea. Not a no. Good idea. You don't get to play Earth Bouncer. Well, the nurse did. <laughs> the door of the vagina. Sorry, we're at capacity. Can you think... come back maybe around? Come back tomorrow. I don't think they call it the door of the vagina. The vaginal door. <laughs> Hello. 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 There's walls. Where's your... Yes. <laughs> so the birth was delayed because the doctor would not come to the house unless it was wired for electricity. <laughs> okay. So they quickly arranged for the house... To be wired for electricity. What? That's the route you go? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, fine. We'll remodel. <laughs> it's really like there's an arm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love the doctors. I'm going to need a smoking room. Yeah. Some strobe lights. I was told there'd be billiards. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't do the birth until there's a billiard table, please. So Alfred was born. Is there no uh, art in here? I mean, it's just a little drab, that's, that's isn't it? That's all there is. That's it. I really asked for a number of things. Well, this is just a birth, so we're just going to have the baby come Fresh out. Fresh milk not... in the fridge and things of that nature? Maybe some pastries? or No, we don't have pastries, now. Kitchen's milk. yellow, huh? I'd love to see it white before we did this. 
I, 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 I just it leaves the cabinets. Can, the baby's coming. Like we can't. Can I see the cabinets white? Do you have any swatches? I no. Why no? Why, okay. I, okay. I mean, it's fine. It's just um, uh, there's no there's no party sub or anything. No. So I should have come having had. Yeah, you're a doctor that. We're I'm just aware. I, you've done some good stuff. I like that. There's electricity now. It's just, you know, I'm going to get very hungry, and I just didn't know whether to. Okay, that's fine. And you're we're no way on the cabinets. We haven't even. No, we can't. That would have take we, have, we, have, we, have you ever have done? We, have, have you ever done a kitchen remodel? It takes forever. It's. Uh, not, I'm a doctor. There's I do a not baby a coming right now. Uh, that's my department. You don't need to tell me that. Okay. Well, what sure. I'm asking about is, you have you even gotten some estimates? On the cabinets in the kitchen? No, the baby. It's gonna be yellow. It's gonna be yellow. You're sticking to okay. All right. Even if we had a contractor, there wouldn't be time to do get it this. done. Start breaking ground on it, and I'll go do the baby thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's update each other in 15 minutes. Okay. Until me- I see some swatches, though, I don't think it's right to bring a child into this house. A yellow kitchen? It's rather embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fridge is white. No, boy. Well, I should get moving. Seems like my job did it so for me. That's the thing about my job. More of a monitor. I don't really force much. All right. Good, thank you. All right, that'll be (laughs) $1,000. Came all the way over here. It's actually cheap. Um, so, uh, baby was born upstairs, and then they circumcised him on the kitchen table. Oh, yum. Perfect. (laughs) Yes. We'll be eating here tomorrow. <laughs> Isn't it weird? We'll never be able to eat here without thinking of the tip of his cock. Isn't that funny? <laughs> um, so his grandmother cooed bello at him, Italian for beautiful. Um, and from that day forward, they called him Billy. Hmm. Billy Martin. Okay. <laughs> okay. You see, Aaron? Yeah. 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 His mother, Jenny, was known to fly into a rage if anyone says, said she was shorter than five feet tall. She would lose her mind if anyone said she was under five feet. Yes. Okay. And she was actually 4'11". Okay. So she's um, <laughs> fighting reality is really <laughs> where her beef lies. That, that's right. Right. Uh, she's a sex worker. Okay. Uh, married. Okay. Her husband, Al, would go out and drag her off the streets. She's working the streets. He'd drag her off the streets and, and make her come home. Okay. That seems like a really fine marriage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A uh, pretty volatile relationship. Weird. When Billy was just a baby, she held a knife to baby Billy's neck mm-hmm. and said if Al didn't leave, she'd kill Billy. Hmm. So Al left. Hmm. Because that's a red flag. Yeah. Oh, no. That's not okay. You can't I mean, do that. Every mother has their different techniques. I'm putting him back in. <laughs> He's going back in. That's it. He's out of here. So um, Billy liked baseball, and pro baseball players would train at a park near their house in the off season. Okay, near Billy's house. Yeah. I mean, okay. So he started hanging out there. Okay. And uh, and so they started, you know, helping the kid out, showing him things. Sure. And he learned. If he wasn't good enough to always do more and to hustle. Okay. He's also a huge fighter. He loves yeah, I was good. to We've, fight. I feel like he's come up in other baseball episodes. Yeah, I'm sure he has. He's definitely been, he was definitely in, oh, I forgot to put that in here, but he was in the. Um, was he in 10 Cent Beer Night? He was in 10 Cent Beer Night, and he's also in um, uh, Glenn. Um, Bur- Bur- oh, right, right. Yeah, right, right. First uh, gay baseball right, player. Right, right, right. High five. And yep. All that. But I, I didn't put that in. I forgot, I forgot to put that in. But okay. um, th- 
this could have been a five-parter. Okay, sure. Like this is this when I, I usually my scripts are five to seven pages. Sure. This was thirty-four. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's good. That's great. <laughs> Listen, we, we sleep here tonight. Uh, so I cut it way down. But okay. anyway. Um, okay, so he learned so to hustle. He learns to hustle. He learns how to play baseball. He's also a big fighter. He he he's on the streets of Berkeley. He's fighting all the time, uh, okay. and then he's the best fighter. He he he's in a boxing club, but he's the best street fighter. So other kids always want to fight him. Okay, he's great. that guy that he's the guy you want to take out, which is not a great position to be in if you're the guy. No, that's like what killed Houdini. Yeah. It was just no, like someone you, was just like, hey, it's the guy you could punch. <laughs> like, dude, I, like, it's not like, you know what I mean? Like, I need a little time. I need yeah. a green room. It's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I got a whole thing I do beforehand. Yeah. But he, like, he had a big nose, so people would always make fun of his nose. So that's and then easy. That, that's it. Sure. You know, the fists are flying right. immediately, you know? Um, so Jenny's advice to him was the main advice for life was, quote, don't take shit from nobody. Wow. Jesus. It's not. I mean, okay. It's yeah. just, that's quite, like, if you think you get to put a bumper sticker on your child early, <laughs> do you want to go with that? Yeah, yeah, don't take shit from nobody. You know, maybe just, like, I mean, I'm not saying we slap the coexist one on, because that seems also fairly vacuous. That's also not great. But, uh, <laughs> don't take <laughs> shit from nobody. Okay. Uh, and, uh, he usually threw the first punch. He was a first punch guy. Okay. He's a very good baseball player. Right in high school, very good. Uh, he did get suspended for a whole season in high school because he uh, fought during a game. He got into a <laughs> whole season suspension in high school is. I can only imagine how bad the fight was. But right. I also don't think you, you, you. There was fighting in the majors and the minors, but you didn't fight in high school. Yeah. Or, you know, right? Um, and you still don't. I mean, you're not supposed to. But oh. um, so after graduating, he tried out for a bunch of different pro teams while he worked in a slaughterhouse. <sighs> God, oh it's a rocky. It's a rocky uh, thing. I'm sure. Well, it's, that's a scene I've always loved in Rocky. Where you're like, oh, cool. So you just got a bunch of cow bodies for the shoot, huh? <laughs> Their lives were worthwhile. <laughs> Thank you for that. Well, I'm sure someone ate them afterwards. Do you like think they, went, they were like that? Was what they oh, were doing? Yeah. Like after well, Sylvester just, Stallone is fucking wailing on yeah. it for three hours. Yo, who was a ribeye? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who was a some rump roast? What? Who that was a rump roast or some kind? What? Yo, I've been punching all. You see that I punched all the cow today? The pun- punch. I punched all the cows today when punch. I was doing a zine. Earlier today, I punched all the cows. What? Yeah. Do you want to eat those now? I don't know what you're saying. Let's eat those cows. And the chicken I chased. Is that English? We're all going to eat them now. Yo, we're all going to eat those now. <laughs> 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 uh, so. He's in the slaughterhouse. He's working. He's trying out for different teams. Uh, and then Casey Stengel is the manager of the Oakland Oaks. And he, Casey Stengel goes on to be one <laughs> of the greatest. Oakland Oaks? Yeah. Okay. It's better than the Oakland A's, I think. It's close to Oakland Oats. It's not great. Oaks? Uh, well, there's a, a California's an oak tree state. Oakland, okay. Oakland, Oakland Oaks? Oaks? Yeah. Dumb. Do we really want to do this? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real Billy Martin. Uh, I don't care. So, Casey Stengel, he's going to go on to be one of the greatest managers of all time, Casey okay. Stengel. So, he's right now, he's with the Oaks, and uh, he comes by, and, and he, Casey Stengel's like, this guy is just fucking ridiculous. Like, his, his one pants legs up, and he's just filthy, and he <laughs> it, it doesn't fit. And he, he's like, I've never seen anything like this guy. Okay. 
and then he ends up signing him wow. to the Oakland Oaks. They they immediately try to put a no fighting clause in his contract because he has a reputation. Right. Smart. And Billy refuses to sign the contract with a no. <laughs> I mean, so that's not like a great admission, right? You're like, I feel like this guy's going to get us in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I love that he all he wants to do is play baseball. And then they're yeah, like, and, the, and negotiating like those deals, like the, all the concessions you have to make along the way to get more money or whatever yeah. it is. But to have that be one of your sticking points, like, yeah, so Billy is not going to. First of all, the money, we finally got it where we need it. Again, it's just that nagging clause that um, Billy just doesn't feel comfortable. He's not saying he wants to fight. Yeah. He just won't Remove it from the option list. So, well, that seems a little uh, giving him a little the option. Worrying. It's a little giving wor- him the option, the option. Just the option. He wants the option. And I'll be honest, the guy doesn't want to fight. He's fought well, a no, lot. It already. seems like he does want to fight. He got it he out wants- of his system. So we just need this in well, there. Then to he just, should sign it. It's if he a got- sign of good faith. It's a sign of good faith that you trust him to not fight. <sighs> yeah. It doesn't really... It's just to trust him to not fight. He wants the freedom to do it and not to do it. You know? That's what he wants. And he wants, he wants to know that you have his back in that way. I, I'm more confused. Fighting isn't what he wants to do. He's a he ball player. He's he a ball player. Fights. But he's a ball player. He hits meat in a, in a warehouse. Where he gets yeah. it out of his system. It's all in the, it's all in the stakes. That's, all in the, that's, that's behind him now. That's in the stakes. He put all that into those stakes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you make, I guess it makes sense. Okay, great. I've never been this confused in a contract. Yeah, well, he's going to fight a lot of people. All right, so let's <laughs> get in here for the signing. So he refused to sign it, and they, they've got so many injuries, they need shortstop and second baseman, they need infielders, so they, they agree to it. They give in. Okay. Um, he, he, he is, you know, he's in a really bad brawl in his first season. It's kind of like every player just basically already has like the no fighting <laughs> thing. Like you're just like, it, it's, it's, it should, it should, yeah. yeah. It's like you gather that someone's like, not, like, Hey, yeah. don't fight. It's obviously not what we're here yeah. for. Um, so he plays in the minors. He is named the league's MVP in 1947. He's a good player. Okay. He doesn't look like a baseball player. He looks like just like a scrawny dude. Okay. Um, so the next year he gets brought up to the Oakland Oaks, the majors, and he's playing for Casey Stengel. And they, they quickly form like a father-son bond. Okay. But Billy doesn't play much. Sure. Um, what Casey had him do, what, it's almost his role on the team, was he, <laughs> he would just stand on the steps of the dugout and scream at the opposing team. Oh, so he was just like, he's just like all-time fighter? He was there to just fuck with them. Okay. <laughs> because Casey Starting agitator Here's <laughs> your dick Starting agitator And tonight's fuck face is Billy Martin Weighing in at 140 with one pant on One pant leg off The only guy who's allowed to Technically fight on the team Shit talking Martin <laughs> so, What's that? The first DH <laughs> First DH dickhead. Yes. <laughs> uh, so wait, the reason Casey did this because he he wanted the intensity level of the game to be taken up. Sure. He wanted everyone to be on edge and tense, right. and like that was his style. That's how he liked to manage. Right. 
Billy's also a big drinker, which Casey Stengel really liked. Casey did yep. not like sober players. Right. Of course not. He no, I, when it comes they, to athletes, you want them a little <laughs> off. You want them dull. He didn't trust anybody who didn't drink. Nah, it's a red flag. You know, they're focused <laughs> purely on the sport. Like, can you imagine in athletics, like, being, like, looking for players who like to drink? <laughs> yes. It's just so counter oh, to what to your now, job is. But back then, it was normal. Uh, it's just like, yeah. It's just how we dealt with everything. You got a bad heart? You shouldn't move. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. So, so around this time, uh, he meets Lois uh, Burnt, who becomes his girlfriend. Okay. This is like first really big. I've never seen anyone yell like you. Oh, I, can, I can scream. I can, yeah, fuck That's, you, Lois. So, oh my fuck God. you, you well, dumb this, woman. Uh, Look okay, at your not, nose, not your at me. skinny not, little no, no, eyes. Not at me. I like when you do to others. What the hell are you doing? turn off. Stop. You can't get You're a grounder. What do you, Look I, at I don't you. want to get a grounder. Catch the ball. I like it when you do it to other we, people. Are we going to make love now? I'm not, I, well, I would be rewarding you for bad behavior, so no. Be rude to other people, but to me, be sweet. When I'm inside of you, I'm okay, Billy, going to yell, Billy, you gave up another home run. Billy, read the room. <laughs> In 1949, Casey became the Yankees manager. Okay. So he trades for Billy. Who's your starting shouter? (laughs) We don't have one. He trades for Billy on October 13th, 1949. So right away, that's the guy he wants. But Billy is not really, is he playing? He's not really playing. Okay. So he's pretty much just there to shout. And so he's, because Billy has a bit of a, likes the drink and is an all-time agitator, he. Yeah, he's uh, he's like, they're like, who are you thinking for shortstop? He's like, "Ah, it doesn't matter. I need to figure out who's going to be yelling. It's like. Got to sign him. And also this guy can't have a no fight clause in his contract. Yeah, it was like Phil Jackson always had a dick. Right. 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 Like some guys like a dick on the team. Yeah. So uh, it, it, when he got traded for the New York Riders, were like, "What the fuck? Why would you want this guy yeah, who never plays?" Um, the Yankees already had a second baseman shortstop, so they're like, "What are yeah, you?" Yeah, but doing? he can't shout worth a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so his mom Jenny uh, gives him advice when he's leaving. <laughs> "Quote: Don't let any of those fucking New York big shots give you any fucking bullshit. Oh you know how to fucking play baseball just as fucking good as they do." Jesus Christ! <laughs> just, I love you, mom. Yeah, you don't have much of a shot to be like a calm person when that's like the person who's been in your corner your whole life. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's that's the person that was in his corner. So. I definitely like to picture the music swelling. Billy, just one more thing. <laughs> yeah, ma. Don't take no shit from those fucking New York pieces of shit. You know how to play ball better than any of those fuckwits. Fuck them and fuck you. He's like, okay. Okay, mommy. Get on that bus. Uh, so he got the He's scared shitless because, you know, it's the Yankees. Yeah. This is a solid team of amazing players. You know, DiMaggio and all these amazing sure. players. Yeah, there's no. Oh, wow. Yeah, he doesn't really look like much of a ball player. He doesn't at all. No. Um... He so he, he looks like the guy who like grabs the bats when the players are done. <laughs> the, he's bat the bat boy. boy. Yeah. Uh, so he's he, like I said, he's scared shitless when he gets there. But he becomes the first player in MLB, MLB history to get two hits in the his, their first two at bats. Okay. Uh, he becomes really good friends with Yankee great Joe DiMaggio, who you know if you don't know Joe DiMaggio, married uh, Marilyn Monroe, like set a record yeah. that'll never be broken, like um, really amazing player. Yeah. And he takes Billy for around. For marrying most out of his league. Yes. Right. 
Uh, so he takes Billy around Manhattan and just introduces him to all the celebrities and all the, you know, right. the elite people and women, of course. Um, but he still doesn't play much. Right. Casey has him just screaming at the other team. Wow. <laughs> it's weird to let Joe DiMaggio is like, yeah, this guy's great. <laughs> so he must have been like very, he must have been charismatic to some extent. Like there must he have must, been yeah, he must have been. endearing I mean, draw of some kind. Yeah, it, uh, Billy does have a magnetic quality about him. It's also, there's like those people who like I've been friends with over the years where people are like, why are you friends with that? And you're like, I just am. Like there's good yeah. good friends, bad enemies. I'm so. right here. I know, yeah, I didn't want to say your name. <laughs> you, you were really ruined by your dad. <laughs> uh, so... He gets sent to the minors. The the GM of the team is okay. like, what the fuck? Um, it's not Casey's call. Right. He sends him down. He cries. He's so upset. Okay. And Casey, when he's crying, says, look, it was the GM's decision. So Billy storms up to the, the general manager's office. Oh, Jesus. Who's the guy? If you don't know, he's the guy who runs the team. He picks all yeah, the players. Big all boss. Stuff. Big boss. He runs up to the team and screams at him and says, quote, you'll be sorry for this. Oh, God. Which is what his mom told him to do. Yeah, but it's still in practice. <laughs> it really means a lot more. He goes down to the minors. He tears it up. He's back in a month. Like, he's too good okay. to keep in the minors. Okay. Yankees win the World Series that year. Wow. Like, they, they, average, they average about $13,000 a year as salary. But uh-huh. then if they won the World Series, they, everybody got 5700 So it was a really big deal. Right, right. Like, they would, they would yell stuff like, if a guy wasn't hustling, they'd be like, don't fuck with my money. Right. Like, like, it, like really. I want to get back to that. That direct <laughs> version of it, where it's like, you're all playing for your bucks now. Literally. So, um, oh. Right, so the Yankees win the World Series. Okay. Billy did not play at all, but he gets the cash. Um, sure. And then he marries Lois. Okay. Uh, so he shows up to the uh, wedding in baseball cleats. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> like if you're Joe DiMaggio, maybe. But he's he not loves playing. Baseball. But he's not playing. He loves baseball. But he's not playing. That's like what a child does. It's like when a kid dresses up like the garbage man. Like he's just shouting. He doesn't need cleats to shout. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not. He loves baseball. Sure. But he's not playing baseball, really. He's just shouting a lot. <laughs> Well, Lois made him change before uh, the wedding. He used someone else's shoes. Okay, good. So he really was like, this will happen. He didn't bring a backup pair. No. So he gets, so the Korean War's on, there's a draft, and he gets a hardship discharge to get out of the draft. I can't, I have cleat foot. I got, someone's got to take care of the cleats and the woman. I'll only take these. So people are mad. At, okay. Because it's, it's, it doesn't look good. You're a Yankee. Yeah. You get out of the draft. Right. It's not. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is before, like, everybody, you know, tried to dodge combat service. Like, you know. Well, I mean, power. rich people always did. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but he says he's the sole family earner, which which works. People are upset by that, right? That Like, oh, it's a Yankee avoiding the draft. Right. But he becomes a starting second baseman because the... Other one goes? Well, he got drafted. The other one got drafted? <laughs> Pretty great. <laughs> I mean... It's working out great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I didn't read, but that must have made people even more mad. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I'll have to play because the other one's serving. So, is that crazy? Um, so... Casey thinks the team is soft and they don't have a leader because Joe DiMaggio's retired and he's uh-huh. like, this is just soft. Who's a firecracker in-house? 
So in May, at the beginning of the season, they're in Boston, which is their big rival. And a rookie on Boston starts mouthing off to the Yankees before the game while they're warming up. Sure. And the Yankees, as professional World Series champions, just focus, lock in, and play the game. That's right. Well, the rookie ends up calling Billy a, quote, Dago Busher. Uh, okay. He's Italian, and then Busher, Bush League. Okay. Bush League meaning you're, you you're, know. You're, like, not for here. You're, you're not for yeah. here. You're lame. You do bullshit stuff. Yeah. Um, so Billy is like, let's fight. You want to fucking fight? Okay. Let's good. go under the grandstands. And beat the shit out of each other. Sure, yeah. Let's. That's uh, that's where I'd be like, nah, I'm not looking for like a private <laughs> fight. I'd rather do it in front of these guys who can break it up. Well, they all go down there. The team, the teams go to watch. Two professional baseball teams go under the bleachers to watch these two fights. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, and Billy just beats the living shit out of him. <laughs> okay. Like just, he's barely conscious. Blood is pouring out of his nose and oh mouth. Like he's just. <laughs> and so when Casey hears, I think reporters tell him or something. All he did was smile. And he told reporters, well, Billy's fire is going to spread on this team. Oh, my God. That's not a good fire. We were going to beat up on the whole Boston Red Sox organization from top to bottom. It's baseball. You beat the fuck out of another guy under the grandstand. That's good. I want, I'm looking for a bunch of violent guys. That's what really I'm Really violent. Really, really psychotically violent gentlemen. I, I mean, I basically, have you seen rollerball? I want to combine rollerball and baseball. I wish I could take all of Billy's bad habits and put it in each one of my guys. So here's what I'm doing. Uh, I am. Uh, he's going to have a sock full of marbles. When he's out on the, we're going to call him marbles. We're leaning in. His jersey's going to say it. You come at second base, Billy is going to. He's not even going to have a glove. He's just going to have a satchel of marbles. He's just beating anyone with crack. Yep. I want to see blood. I want to see brains on the dirt. We are going to bury bodies in the mound. Anyway, that's our plan for this year. All right. So after that, I mean, right after the fight, they go on a winning streak. Okay. Now, the rookie turned out, the one that Billy Barton beat up, he turned out to actually have mental issues. Oh, okay, cool. All right, that's cool. Well, that ages really well. (laughs) Great. Okay. And Billy felt really bad when he heard that. So for the rest of his life, Billy would always give him jobs to help him. He became friends with him, and he would always take care of him. Okay, all right. Yeah, You brought it back. You won me back. So Lois, uh, Lois gets pregnant, but he's not paying attention to her. Because he's hanging out. Hold it in. That's what they did with me. (laughs) Go 11 months. I'll be back by then. He's hanging out with Mickey Mantle now. Mickey Mantle is a notorious boozer. I don't know why I thought you were going to say Mickey Mouse. (laughs) He's hanging out with Mickey Mouse now. I was just like, what is he doing? Yeah. Come on, Billy. Let's beat the shit out of these guys. (laughs) Fuck fuck these pugs. I'm hammered. (laughs) I can't drive. You drive? Wait, is my dick out? Oh, I got arrested for jerking off in public. Hey, you ever see a mouse? Yeah. Oh, I, saw, I tried to sell angel dust to a cop. <laughs> I fought a cop's horse. <laughs> I would pay to watch uh, Mickey Mouse fight a cop's horse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. So there's Dimaggio. Uh, sorry, there's a uh, Billy and, and Mickey Mouse. Now, so these guys are these guys. Two gentlemen like to drink. Uh-huh. Uh, Mickey Mantle is a notorious boozer. Okay. Notorious. Okay. So uh, so they're hanging out together. Um, so both of their wives are, like, feeling neglected, and they, they move back home. I don't know where Lois's home was, but she goes back to, her like, her hometown and is like, okay, okay. well, if you're not going to pay attention to me, I'm going to go back to my family. Um, so when when the war ends... 
fights in Major League Baseball increased dramatically. Hmm. So it's all these guys coming back with PTSD. Oh, wow. And then they're just fucking brawling on the field. Right. Jesus. And the Yankees are huge drinkers and huge fighters. Right. Well, the, I mean, their coach basically yeah. wanted both. Yeah. No, he's no problem with right. it. Right. During one, I mean, not just on the field. They would go into town and get into fights in bars like they were <laughs> sure. bar brawlers. Sure. During one fight, a Yankee held a broken bottle to a bouncer's neck as they all escaped out the back door. Good Lord. So they're not fucking around. No. In the 1952 season, a player Billy had fought in the minors came sliding in with his spikes up. So, right, he's got his cleats on. He's trying to hurt the guy who's at second base. And Billy retaliates the next time he tries it and hits him in the face with his glove really hard, knocking him down. Okay. The player then charges Billy, and Billy punches him twice in the face. Oh, my God. And then a massive brawl breaks out between both teams. Okay. And at the end, Billy had to be pulled off, quote, like a madman. Oh, God. And then his pictures, the pictures of this fight, you can see him like, like doing an uppercut. You can actually see it. They're in papers nationwide. And now he's labeled a brawler. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Justifiably so. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that move of just clocking a guy, though. I mean, the picture is just like, well, amazing. Yeah. So after that, um, he's now a leader on the team. Sure. And he signs a really lucrative contract. So now he's a really good player. So really, w- now, did, was, was everyone rewarding this level of uh It wasn't frowned assault? upon. <laughs> Fighting, yeah, no, it's assault. Fighting is not frowned upon. Okay. Um, so yeah, so they don't care. I mean, the truth is when you think about like hockey, like that's basically what hockey has yeah, now yeah, yeah. is just kind of this like, yeah, guess what? If you go to a hockey game, you're probably going to see dudes fight each other at the game. Yeah, that's right. So it's just kind of that. It's that sort of thing. Like right. they, there's just a lot of brawls. It is weird that hockey is like, eh, we, we've never tried to figure that out. I know. They, yeah. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. People love it. Wayne Gretzky would always be like, we shouldn't have this. And they'd be like, no. We hey, don't come this. on, Wayne, line up. <laughs> you just don't fight if you don't want to. I mean, they had to have a bodyguard for Wayne Gretzky on the ice. They, McSorley was his bodyguard. They, every team he was on had a bodyguard. If you went and hit Wayne Gretzky, you were going to get no, the shit they were the, out of they, they were the kings, but they actually had every monarch. Like, they had a whole echelon of power. Yeah. There was the Duke. I don't blame them. <laughs> so, um, so he signs a good contract. They win the World Series. Okay. Billy's the hero for a catch he makes in the World Series. Uh, So he's now a household name across the country, right? He's now a household baseball player. It also sets a bad precedent for coaches who are like, you just got to beat the shit out of each other. (laughs) (laughs) It's not great. Yeah. Um, So this all causes him and Lois to drift even further apart. Uh, Six weeks after she gives birth. Good. uh, She gives him divorce papers. Good. That's good. And babies, lo- that's good stuff. That's good. Babies love that. That's good. That's yeah. the age when you're supposed to do it. Yeah, yeah. No, the best time uh, to separate as a parent is before your Trauma child doesn't is- affect a child till four. That's right. So, uh, Whitey Ford joins the Yankees. Whitey Ford is a notorious drinker. Okay. Uh, came up in the... Oh, God, what's his name? Verdi, the minor league guy that we did uh, the baseball episode on the minor league guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
He was a big okay. He was a big right, right. Whitey Fork. Uh, so, what, so is he just like a super white dude? I don't know why his name is Whitey Ford. I what? guess he's super white. Okay, like he's got to be crazy. You, he was a to coach really of your team, right? Same thing. So, uh, so <laughs> Whitey's just. <laughs> I mean, we're all white, but he's super white. <laughs> <laughs> so Whitey, Billy, and Mickey Mantle just spent drunken nights uh, in New York. Okay. And the media would follow them and just write about their antics. Okay. Billy refused to open any letters from Lois's lawyer because he is a Catholic. And he's a practicing Catholic. He goes to church all the time. He's a practicing Catholic. Uh, uh, <laughs> and he doesn't believe in divorce. Catholic's such a, it's a, there's just, you really can get away with lot, a lot with Catholicism. There's a lot of, they really play it nice and loose. (laughs) It's like, look, don't get divorced. Like, can I beat the fuck out of people and be drunk all the time? Yeah, do not get divorced. Do you understand me? Uh, His grandmother dies. Uh, It's very upsetting. So that day in a game, he gets into a fight. Sure. (laughs) With the same guy he got into the fight with before. Oh, that's cool. Kind of full circle. Um, this one's for you, Nana. <laughs> this is for my grams. She was the best. Uh, the league report said it took, quote, several minutes and multiple umpires to subdue Billy Martin. <laughs> Man, several minutes in fight time oh is an God. hour 45. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's different time. Yeah. <laughs> like minutes. He would have been an amazing uh, UFC fighter. Oh, God. A whitey? Oh, that's it. Oh. That's the fight. Oh, so that's Jesus. the very <laughs> first guy. That's the very first punch. That's the newspaper shot that went Dude. around the country. It feels it's, like that guy already has a black eye and looks a lot like Zeppo Marx. I mean, he just, he's, it's, he, it, it is him decking the guy. Yes, he just decked very, him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I figured he was. <laughs> uh, but in, in By the way, that, wait, it, with that punch, his feet left the ground. Yeah, so no, he's he, doing like a Mike Tyson's punch up. He punch. gives it all, and he, yeah. he'll fight guys bigger than him. He sure. doesn't give a shit. Uh, so opposing opposing fans start heckling Billy about his divorce. Oh, okay. So he's getting shit. It, the Catholic Church no longer recognizes you. Your wife doesn't want to be married to you. You have been one of the lead roles of Catholicism. <laughs> Yo, the Pope hates you now, dude. <laughs> the Pope doesn't hate you. You're going to get kicked out of your church. Cardinals won't even take your call. <laughs> uh, the, so a Chicago newspaper reports that he was a deadbeat dad and not paying any money to Lois and the, which is a total lie. Right. They just made it up. Okay. It goes national. Sure. It, it's a huge story. Um, you know. It got so people are giving him shit. It got so bad that he was in uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral praying, and another guy in the parish walks by and said, "Quote: If you're a member of this parish, then I quit." Wow! They beat the snot out of him with like the. I know. I mean, I think I think it's. uh, Yeah, you want to go in that holy water, you piece of shit. It's neutral (laughs) ground. (laughs) So Casey then set the record straight, and he and he told reporters the Yankees actually sent his part of his paychecks to Lois, so it's all bullshit. Okay. So Billy, Billy's having his best season ever. He's just playing great baseball. They win the World Series again. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, is they this, were a Is machine. this year back-to-back-to-back? Uh, to back to back? They won a few in a row. Okay. I mean, they, the Yankees back then oh. were a machine. Sure. 
Um, so after he, they win the World Series, I can't believe you're being like validated in the fact that your players should be alcoholics and fighters. <laughs> and like it's going great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy. You know, it's like it's like a build through the draft philosophy, but it's like, yeah, these guys are psychos. <laughs> <laughs> so after uh after he wins the World Series, he goes to Mickey Mantle lives on a uh in a small town somewhere. Sure. And uh he goes to visit him. And they go to a local farm because they want to hunt, and the Mickey's going to ask the ghost to ask the farmer. He goes, "Can we hunt on your land?" Just a random farmer. I think he knows him. Okay. Um, so the farmer goes, "Yes," but he tells Mickey, uh, "Can you shoot my mule? Because it's gone blind and lame, and I can't, I can't bring myself to shoot it." Oh wow! And so Mickey's like, "Sure." Can we hunt it? <laughs> Kind of meet in the middle. I mean, you can hide it with a bat. It's just not. Great. It's it's blind and lame. Great. It's That's not. what we'll do. Let it loose, and we'll go in the forest well, and beat no, it with a bat today. There's no loose. Like it's blind and lame. Like it's we'll not. push it into a field somewhere, and then we'll I mean, try to find it. It's not. I mean, it's lame. Come on, it's let's not. make a day of it. No, I mean, you're literally to hunt it. You can just walk up. Yeah, and bah, 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 bah. I don't even want to hear this. Hit don't give little, me any insights into it. Rock. I just want to find it. It's right there. It's in the. It's it's laying down over there. I can't see anything. It's laying. All right. We're going to blow it up with dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) So Mickey decides to do a prank, and he runs out of the house, furious, yelling that the farmer had said, no, they can't hunt. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then he shoots the mule. Jesus Christ, is that some dark shit. And then he hears two shots and turns around, and Billy has shot two cows. And Billy says, quote, that bastard, should we shoot more? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Why? Why? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I mean, just don't prank him in that way. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine the farmer? The fuck? What's going on? That'll teach you to insult Mickey Mantle. I thought that one was blind also. The other one. And the other one. Sorry, sir. I didn't explain to my friend here that I was pulling a prank, and he's a lunatic. (laughs) So now you have four dead cows. The one you wanted and three newbies. Uh, on January 15th. Let's go kill that farmer! Billy, (laughs) Billy, Billy! We're going to show that farmer who's boss. Let's go! On January 15th. So I skinned the farmer. I, I assume they were both shit-faced when that happened. Okay. I mean, that's just... I think you can assume that from most Billy Martin, Mickey Mantle stories. <laughs> sure. On uh, January... F- and Mickey Mantle is the home run king. At this oh, point. Like, like, yeah. It's like, he had a record for years. Yeah. So he's like a big player. Yes. So on January 15th, 1954, Billy's hardship deferral was withdrawn. So... I'm not sure if he withdrew it or if the His, the military was like, oh, you're, you're going to get drafted. He won so. the Purple Hardship. Yes, he won right. the Purple. He get, he goes and he serves 18 months, um, yeah. all in the U.S. He doesn't have to go overseas. That's and the Yankees. What are an t- exotic place to end up. Oh my God! Could you imagine? Wow. I mean, just you in Virginia, San Diego. <laughs> um, the Yankees are terrible without him. They immediately turn to shit. Wow. When he comes back, they go on a run and is, they make is it. Is he hitting a lot of home runs and stuff, or he? This is just a real role playing pulse of the team player. He, I think that he has an energy that he drives the team. Right. Uh, you know, the, but he's, he's not he's like Mickey. Like he's, he's very good, right? He, okay, he, uh, yeah. especially on defense. But he hits well. He's a good. Okay. He's a very good baseball. Okay, he's okay. just not a home run hitter. Okay. But, but there's the guys who get on base. Sure, and make yeah, stuff yeah. Happen For, and, as long as he's one of those guys. Otherwise, yeah. it's just it's so crazy. No, no, he's yeah. a he's a very good baseball okay, player. Okay. Um, 
and so uh, so he comes back and they immediately go on a run and go to the World Series. They lose, but that that's what sure. that's what he brings. Sure. Like he's right. he finally signs the divorce papers. So what's it been like two years or something wow. fucking crazy? Oh God must have been furious. Oh God. I'm trading you. This is not what I planned. You're going to the Jew team. Um, so now he's an older player on the team. He's been around a while. He's a vet. He's hanging out with celebrities, Rocky Marciano, Sinatra. Oh, right? oh so like the good, in, like, the okay. good influence right, guys. Right, right. Nice guys. guys who like, are going to teach him about temperament. and Yeah, the sweet, yeah, the guys who are sort of sweet and pacifist. Right, kinda, yeah. right, right. Yo, Billy, cut his nose off. <laughs> All right, Frank. <laughs> uh, Billy's a ladies' man. Now, back then, there is booze in every locker room. Of course. No, these are professional athletes. There's like a so bar and like absolutely. it's, you it's, need a, to, it's well, a baseball. Yeah. You know, like most athletes now, they play better after they've had a few. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> how great it would be to have your, uh, like, the other team believing in drinking when you had like none. You'd be like, this is going to be great. I, I uh, years ago, preseason game, uh, I went to see the Rangers, the uh, Scotland Rangers uh-huh. play the LA Galaxy. Uh-huh. And I was in a suite with some fancy people, and one of the guys is like, I was like, why are the Rangers so bad? And he goes, oh, no, they're shit faced. They were out drinking in a pub all day. Oh, my God. <laughs> that must be, that's totally what you would do if you were like an English club or any, like, any of those clubs coming to the States. And remember, your boys have to have three drinks before my team will play them. That's <laughs> so crazy. Um, so look, there's booze in the locker room, uh, free drinks in the stadium, press lounges, so the journalists are booze. Pretty much players, coach, reporters, they all drink. They drink together. Mm-hmm. Everyone drinks. Mm-hmm. It's just drinky time. <laughs> Except the Yankees GM, the general manager who Billy yelled at. Yeah, is still, he's like, I got to stay sober. A man's trying to kill me. <laughs> so he still hates Billy Martin. And anytime any Yankee gets in trouble, he blames Billy. Okay. And he thinks Billy uh, Billy is a bad influence on Mickey Mantle. Sure, I, I doubt it. Like sure. Mickey Mantle, fine on his own. Right. He hires private detectives to follow Billy Martin around. Okay. Wow. This is. And how about you talk to him, guy? <laughs> and he keeps leaking to the press that Billy's a bad influence. So it's, he try, he's trying to get the fans to turn against Billy, but the fans fucking hard. love Billy Martin. Right. Like Billy Martin is. Well, he's that guy. You look at him, you're like, oh, I can play baseball. Like He has the physicality of you, and he's just tenacious. He's right. the guy that just d- hustles and doesn't give up. And... Right, right. So they win the World Series again. Jesus. And this dude. guy's trying to get him off the team, but they're still doing well. because I want to lose. And it doesn't help that when he was gone, they were shit. They yeah, came back right. And they, he's, right. They're immediately good right. again, but he's trying to undermine him. And Billy is still one of the big New York celebrities, right? He's one of the biggest celebrities in New York. His... His drinking partner becomes Jackie Gleason. Okay. <laughs> Okie dokie. I, was, I don't know much about Jackie Gleason. Big drinker? Honeymooners, yeah, big drinker. They became known for bar dares around mm. New York. They would balance shot glasses on their heads while jumping or leaping from the floor to a bar stool without spilling the drink. What? <laughs> what kind of... Could you... So this is from the perspective of... If it if it was today, right, right. So you go into you go into a bar, and Mike Trout, <sighs> and uh, who's the uh, biggest comedian today? Mm, gosh, Dave Anthony. And Dave Anthony, no. You want a big comic name? 
<laughs> need a big comedian, Dave? Dave Chappelle. Okay, Dave Chappelle. And, well, people would believe it if it was Chappelle. Okay, so you want a more, a big comedian. I guess Chappelle's fine. Brian so, Regan. So, you, yeah, you go into a bar, you go into a bar, and Mike Trout and Brian Regan uh-huh. are putting shot glasses on their heads mm-hmm. and jumping up and down from bar stools. <laughs> I would be, a, it'd be problematic. You'd see it on Instagram. I mean, Tom Brady got drunk after the Super Bowl, and it was, like, big news. That, you should and he get was drunk. Just drunk. You're supposed to get drunk after the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it's still weird to see, like, a great athlete, like, I can't talk. But, yes. Yeah, so, so Jay, so, and that, and that again is okay. Billy is. This is kind of just like oh, celebrities. I mean, did you ever watch Mad Men? It's that period where right, just where it's just all bets are off. There's booze in yeah. everyone's office. Like right. everyone's just fucking drinking. Right, right. <laughs> we gotta. I mean, don't you think with all the the culminating problems coming our way that it's we're going to be opening up the booze <laughs> like the hours of booze are going to get a little fudgy it might get yeah you know what i mean might open that door again. you'd like just be like yeah well, i started drinking in the mornings anyway what's up yeah. do i need to stay sober today no it's just okay cool yeah so the gm uh, brings billy into the office and he says one more bad move and you're gone because <laughs> this stuff's getting one out. more world series you're out of here martin but billy's like Seriously, I'm Billy Martin. Like, yeah. what the fuck? You gonna get rid of me? Good right. fucking luck. Yeah. On May 16th, the Yankees are celebrating Billy's 29th birthday at the Copa Club, and oh boy, the, and it's it's a it, there's gangsters there. It's like sure. a it's a thing. So, a group of drunk bowlers from Washington Heights come in, and Bill and and Billy's there with all his friends. Bowlers, bowlers. Okay, a bowling group. Great. Sure. Just wanted to make sure that we're no, t- our that bad right. guys are a group of bowlers. <laughs> a league bowling squad walked in, and then things escalated when a group of bowlers came by. Sammy Davis Jr. is performing, and one of them calls him a little Sambo. He yells it. Oh, good. Okay. So Martin and another Yankee stand up, and they're like, hey, shut the fuck up. Right. Like, that's fucking Sammy Davis Jr. And then an enormous brawl breaks out between the the Yankees and the bowlers and also the the bouncers who are fighting the bowlers also sure one bowler gets hit so hard he has a concussion a broken jaw and a broken nose front page news right it turns out it was actually a bouncer who punched the the guy but the Yankee right get that guy a Yankees uniform (laughs) perfect (laughs) Uh, the Yankee right fielder is arrested and put on trial. Okay. <laughs> so during the trial, Mickey takes the stand. Quote, I was so drunk, I didn't know who threw the first punch. A body came flying and landed at my feet. At first, I thought it was Billy, so I picked him up. But when I saw it wasn't, I dropped him back down. It looked like Roy Rogers rode through the Copa on, a tri- on Trigger, and Trigger kicked the guy in the face. The jury laughed. Everybody laughed. (laughs) (laughs) That man almost died. (laughs) Another droll tale in a line of great ones, Mickey. God bless you. You are the heart of New York. You're the epitome of what this city stands for. Today I heard my favorite baseball player describe a man being beaten almost to death. Well, be fair. He was guesstimating. He was too drunk to really remember the scene, for the love of God. Our the, pro sports heroes. Uh, the Yankee was acquitted. A month later. <laughs> That's my one act play, by the way. Yeah. A month later, the Yankees get into a 30-minute 
brawl with the White Sox. Oh my god, exhausting! A thirty-minute fight. Yeah, what are you two. doing? Could you imagine watching that? You're no. just like, can we get Stop. back to the baseball? Stop, guys! He's dead. <laughs> He's dead already. Who fights for 30 minutes? How exhausting is that? All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, The fight will be coming back, part two, when we come back, the bottom of the fight. Uh, Billy was suspended, uh, blamed for the fight, and the GM traded him three days later. Okay. Now, he's... He bleeds Yankees. Like, he is a Yankee, and he's devastated. He cries. He tells Casey he let him down. His heart... He's just heartbroken. Yeah. Whitey and Mickey cry in the locker room. Oh, like everyone's just bawling. Sure. You know? um, other players cry too. And Billy, Billy feels betrayed and bitter also, you know, because the Yankees got rid of him. And he has to go to Kansas City, which is. Oh, so they were just I like. Mean, from New go York. Go to the cornfield. Yeah, from right. New York to Kansas City. And also, Kansas City sucks. Well, this here is the city that always sleeps. <laughs> A little bit different. Uh, we got celebrities. Uh, uh, we got uh, Jimmy the Cow. We, uh, for a couple days, had a dog. He was the mayor. He was not allowed to enact any actual policies, but pretty much mm-hmm. you and that dog are going to be the A-list in this town. Oh, he'll fight, too. He's a fighting dog. He's a... Woo! I know you think we probably don't get crazy here, but we've been known to put blueberries in our pancakes. So buckle up, Martin. <laughs> you ain't seen it all yet. <laughs> Why's you crying? Kansas City had lost 94 games, so it's the opposite of the World Series winning Yankees. Sure. He, he starts drinking differently. Oh, I, by the way, my one note is, is this guy drinking the right way? <laughs> His sister's quote, it wasn't like he was drunk a lot, but a drink was more important to him. So, yeah, so he's uh, depressed, and because he's been kind of allowed to just be debaucherous all the time, yeah. now... He doesn't really want to play ball anymore. So you're just kind of seeing, like, since he's comfortable, like, he's drinking at home now, but that's just a base. Yeah, basically. Right. And so there's no, no, Jackie Gleason's not coming to Kansas City. Right. So he is, it's now a depressive drink. Yeah. He's escaping. He's escaping. Which, again, is what you want in one of your athletes on your yeah, team. Yeah, numb the pain with booze. Yeah. Uh, he was never the same player after getting traded. He, he, Gets traded from team to team. At one point, he dates a flight attendant, Gretchen Winkler, and the press is all over it. So TWA... He just wanted to get out of there. He's like, put me in the plane. (laughs) So TWA executives make sure that she's on all of his flights and and in towns he's staying in because the the press press will cover it, and then that's that's coverage for TWA. Great. Yeah, and it worked out, too. (laughs) Uh, they end up getting married in 1959. Okay. In Detroit, uh, fans didn't like him when he was on the team there. In Cleveland, he has problems with the manager. He got, and then in Cleveland, he got hit in the face with a fastball. Ooh. A teammate, quote, I never saw a man look so dead. He didn't flutter or move. His face swelled up like a beehive in five minutes. His face was crushed. There's bees in here. <laughs> Guys, that's why they have this face. The queen's in his nose. Um, I never saw a man look so dead. Yeah. So, so, but, but probably like you know, it's a conflation of a few things, really. Like he's depressed. 
Well, no, he did he's get drunk. Hit. He did get hit. Oh, are you saying he looks dead because he got hit in the well, face I mean, while he Andy prob- sat? Yeah, I mean, he probably is like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> What's the point? Well, like, because normally I'd be like, that guy would get up and fight the guy who threw the fastball yeah, or but, something. Um, unless he got so, hit so hard. I mean, he's probably just out. But <laughs> No, nah, I think it was sad. Talk to the doctor. And now I can't tell if he got hit by a fastball if he's just sad. You can see from these x-rays, he's just pretty down. That's, there's a, I mean, you can see, obviously, the cheekbone is shattered, and that'll be need to be redone. But I'll tell you, there's something these x-rays aren't showing. His emotional state. Mm. He's low, gentlemen. Well, this is a guy who plays in Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, his jaw and cheekbone are broken. Sure. He's out for two months. Sure. And then when he... Uh, is reinstated to the team. They immediately trade him to the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. <laughs> but now he's scared to bat. Yeah, I get that for sure. So all pitchers you quickly see. realize that, and they throw up and inside at him, and he just keeps flinching away from the ball. Yeah. And that's he knows. like he, It's Billy. Right. And he knows he's not the tough old Billy, and, and it goes on for a while. But then it's spring training, the next year, right? They take the summer, they take the winter break, and he comes back. And in spring training, he gets into a bar fight. So it's like the old Billy's coming back. Right. All right. All right. <laughs> he's still got some highlights in him. Yeah. It's I'm just sure at the, the coach bar. Is like, yeah, he got into a fight last night. All right. Here how bad he beat the guy up? <laughs> so uh, after a Chicago pitcher threw inside. Billy pretended to lose his grip on the next pitch and threw the bat at the pitcher. <laughs> oh, man. Accidentally doing that is very funny. Yeah. Whoopsies. Uh, and uh, when he goes out to pick up the bat, the pitcher walks up to him and Billy punches him in the jaw. Okay. All right. We're back. The pitcher's orbital bone was fractured and Billy was suspended for five games. Fucking A. The Cubs sued him for $2 million and he ended up having to pay them 22000 which is his whole salary for the year. Well, still, could have been worse. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Oh, it, in the, in, okay, yeah, yeah. It was mislabeled then. Yeah, that's probably Okay, right. so that's just the side of a man's orbital bone breaking. Yeah. Okay. Um, in 1962, he was playing for the Twins, and they cut him. And that was it. He sat in the locker room and cried. He was done as a baseball player. And Billy, you're going to have to cry outside. We need that locker. <laughs> Hate to be that guy. But. So the Twins hired him as a scout. Okay. And uh, so now he's going around the country looking for... Uh, I don't know if this guy needs the road. Well, he also got a job as a... Uh, as a a beer salesman so he's so he's now he's a <laughs> scout with free beer and he's a drunk yeah so he goes into bars and buys everybody drinks and <laughs> it's hey by the way before i go i gotta ask something anybody here hit and any of you guys ever played uh, baseball in any capacity i was supposed to be scouting today i forgot no what's that Whoo! can't believe i gotta repeat that okie dokie I also came here because I'm supposed to find a guy who can play ball. Anyone here really good baseball who can swing about? Somebody say something. Somebody say something. I agree. Yes. Oh, you can play? You're pretty old. How old are you? 48. That's pretty old, but okay, that's pretty good. You want to sign a deal to be with the Twins and your starting bat boy, man? Yeah. Okay, great. He's signing to sign here. Okay. All right. Welcome aboard. See at the stadium. What's the beer you have? Uh, I don't really remember, honestly. It's a lot of, lot of jobs all of a sudden. It's just too many jobs, honestly. I should have um, taken it easier in New York. 
It got very real. Screw, screwed me over so bad, that guy. Hey, oh. you okay? Hi. Right. Yeah, sorry, I dipped out for a minute. Is everything all right? Yeah. All right. Woo! You got tears coming down. Yeah, I'm crying pretty bad right now. <laughs> it's hard to be me, okay? <laughs> so, um, he and Gretchen have a son, and uh, the twins make him the third base coach. And then... He's on a very long... Their base coach keeps signaling to fight. <laughs> He's on a very long, drunken flight. Okay. And with the Twins team. And sure. he gets in an argument with the Twins traveling secretary, the guy who books all the stuff and handles all the travel yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, they keep arguing after the plane lands, on the way to the hotel, and in line checking in, and then the guy checks Billy in last. So Billy punches him in the face. Okay, sure. And now Billy had been on track to become the Twins manager, but now right. he's not on track to be the he, Twins manager. Right, yes. And they make him a minor league manager instead. They're like, okay, go down there. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the travel will be a lot worse. <laughs> so that's good. Got what he wanted. So the team, is, the team is fucking terrible. And so he takes like a Casey Stengel page. So he's, okay. He wants to put the other team under pressure any way he can. So he would have, he would do stuff like one guy would be running from first to second and he would fake, he would fake like he fell. And then all the players would look at him and then the guy on third would run and score. (laughs) Okay. Like he's doing this crazy, it's just all that kind of stuff. Trick plays and fucking with people. And, and the pressure would cause the other team to make mistakes and then become embarrassed that they had made a mistake. So right. it was like this double, like, and then, and then the team would slowly unravel. And no one's seen anything like this. Like, no one's ever done this. Right. It's just totally first Billy's thing. And people start to fucking love it. And he also starts arguing with umps a lot. And he would kick dirts on them, uh, dirt on them. Mm-hmm. Like, he'd go out and kick, yeah. kick dirt at their shoes. And he got ejected from eight games. But the team starts to win, and fans start flocking because it, it's this crazy right, version it's a crazy of baseball. Man, right. And then he gets named the Minnesota Twins manager. Okay. <laughs> that traveling secretary was like, my uh, resignation letter is tender. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they were good, but they became really good under Billy. Now, the owner demanded that Billy meet him twice a week for a meeting to discuss everything that was happening with the team. Sure. And Billy was like, fuck that shit. And right, the guy yeah. was like, just... Any time during the day, except for between 5 and 5.30. So Billy would show up between 5 and 5.30. Now, where is he? And the guy would be like, this is when I take my nap, come back, and then he'd come the next day between 5 and 5.30 until the guy finally gave up. Wow. And stopped asking to come. I love a 5 to 5.30 nap locked into your schedule. I know, right? It's great. I love everything about this. I love a 5 to 5.30 nap, and I love the other guy coming at 5 to 5.30. Yeah, it's great. It's all the whole scenario. Yeah, well, I mean, look, when you give an adult your nap time, they're going to work, you know, they can work you. Yes. Uh, Come back around 5.45. I'm going to have graham crackers and milk. (laughs) (laughs) So Billy has a starting pitcher run uh, 20 laps. Before games. Sure, right. Exhaust you before you play. But there's this pitcher, Dave Boswell, and he, he's like, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm not going to run 20 fucking laps. Yeah. And the pitching coach goes and tells Billy, Dave Boswell's not going to run. And then Boswell obviously hears about that, and he's fucking pissed at the pitching coach. So they're all drinking at a bar, and of Boswell out. and the pitching coach go outside the bar in the alley and, and get into a fight. 
And uh, it's just like if any of these things happened, <laughs> it would just be enormous news. Uh, yes. Now, you know? know, it's just like a, like you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. So he knocks the pitching coach out uh, and then Billy rushes out and just starts wailing on Boswell till he was unconscious. So then he be like, it's just you shouldn't injure your players. It's just not how you got to, though, because <laughs> now it's coaches against players. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear? We're fighting the coaches. What? We're fighting the coaches. So Billy knocks him out, and Billy goes with him to the hospital, you know, because it's his player that he knocked out. It's he's got to make sure he's okay. N- what is he just, like, switched hats? He's like, all right, now I'm the manager. I'm we got to get that looked at. You wake up, he's holding your hand. How are you okay? Yeah, you beat me up. Some guy beat you up. No, you did. Yeah, but now we really got to get... Yeah, real bad. You knocked me out. You think you can play this Thursday? Yeah, I'll play. I'm always ready to play. That's my guy. I need a team full of fighters like you. Boswell needed 20 stitches. The pitching coach is dead. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, that... He was a snitch. Replaceable. Yeah. Uh, So he needs 20 stitches. And reporters reporters asked Billy what happened. Quote, well, when he came off the wall, I hit him again. (laughs) What the fuck? This is a manager. Not a wrestler. He came off the wall. Uh, um, a manager beating a player unconscious is national news. Like that's uh, actually, oh, it is? yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they just fought, probably not, but national news, if you beat him unconscious. Yeah. After he beat up his pitching coach. Yeah. So, and the owner, the owner made Boswell go and apologize to Billy. Of course. <laughs> It's like, at times it feels like a baseball team, and at other times it feels like a middle school. Hey, so I just want to, I wanted to say I'm sorry for you, for you beating me unconscious. You really owe me a big, I'm sorry. I know, I'm... How dare you? You, I'm sorry for your fist hitting me When I so close hard. my eyes, sometimes I still hear your screams. Uh, yeah, I apologize for this screaming and the bleeding on your fist. You just, it wasn't you that day. Uh, I, look, I... I said I'm sorry, and I, I just like... Don't do it again. No, I don't plan to. It wasn't great. I got to be honest. Uh, I can't go through that again. You cannot put me through that again. Okay, coach. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for you to beat me up. Be professional from now okay, on. Okay, yeah. I'm, you can't go out there beating up a coach. Well, that, no, I it's disagree disgusting. with that. The, he, he was a snitch, and, uh, you know, there's rules. All right. Yeah. But still, from now on, learn your lesson. Lead by example. That's what I always say. Lead by example. You, okay. You want a Manhattan? Yeah. Okay, we got a game soon. Let's get nice and loose. So the twins, (laughs) the twins make it to the playoffs, but they lose. And Billy's like, he publicly asked for a race because he did so well. Sure. And then. A week later, he heard on the radio that he had been fired. Okay, sure. Exactly. <laughs> Good. Mm-hmm. Now, fans are fucking pissed. Right. An effigy of the owner is hung downtown. So they're effigy pissed. <laughs> the local Teamsters threatened to boycott all, all Twins games. Uh-huh. State legislators petition the owner to reconsider. Uh-huh. Like, everybody just fucking loses. Everyone who had a set of Twins during that time got rid of one. Everybody, Yes. The owner does not budge. He's absolutely not doing it. He hires another manager. The next year, attendance falls by 88000 Okay. But Billy's been hired to manage the Detroit Tigers, also a very bad team. In his first game 
an opposing player is he's very flamboyant, shall we say. He has on a tight tailored uniform, mm-hmm. a Fu Manchu mustache, and colored wristbands. Okay. Again, this is the 50s. Right. So it's, <laughs> it's a different look. Uh, right away, Billy starts yelling at him. Of course. Right when the game starts. Right. Quote, you clown Harrelson, where are your bell bottoms? You think your clothes are going to hide the fact that you can't catch any of the dirt anymore? Everybody knows you can't hit a curveball. You're washed up. You should get off the field. Go sit with your designer in some disco. That's where you belong. And his teammate, Billy's team are just like, this guy's fucking crazy. Like, what's happening? It's the manager? After the, they lose that game, and then afterwards, the players are in the clubhouse, and they're eating lunch, and Billy comes in, and he calls them all fucking losers, and he says, how can you be fucking eating right now? And he flips over the table with all the food on it. Might have been. Kicks. Maybe our first table flipping a locker room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely been picked up on. <laughs> and he kicks the table and kicks the food. Quote, there was chicken in the lockers, coleslaw in guys' shoes, beans on clothing. <laughs> but what they soon realized was that he saw it as us versus them. He sees it as a war. Right. Like, he's like, we're going into fucking war every right. day. Well, it wouldn't be really, smart to burn your not, rations yeah. in a war, I mean, to be honest. But yes, I understand. It's but, us versus them. Yeah. and, right. you, and We you, are a team. And there's no taking a lo- right. loss lightly. Like, right. it's all, it's fucking bit. So he teaches them to hate losing. Right. He teaches them. Right. They, and to miss coleslaw. And to miss coleslaw and to eat coleslaw to shoes. Yeah, Like, right. there's a whole. Right. They win the division. Okay. But it, they lose in five games. Billy cries. Uh, the next season... During a game, Billy wants the umps to check a pitcher for cheating. Sure. And they refuse to do it. They're like, we're not fucking... Billy will handle this. Well, so he has his pitchers cheat by using Vaseline. Uh, Billy does. Billy's like, their pitcher's cheating since they won't search him. We'll cheat. We'll cheat. And then after that, after that game, he tells the reporters about it. We cheated. we We fucking cheated. And he said, and he says why why he did it. He says the umps are bullshit, and they're not enforcing the rules. So the league suspends him. Okay, and he is fired okay. by the Twins. Okay. <laughs> Wait, by the Tigers? Uh, sorry, Tigers. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Again, fans fucking lose their shit. Okay. <laughs> Calls flood the Tigers front office. People are protesting. I really, I really love the move. It's like he's like, oh shit, I thought that would work. <laughs> People are protesting outside the stadium. Anywhere the owner goes, anywhere in Detroit, people are just fucking screaming at him. Like, it's a disaster. But the Texas Rangers immediately hire Billy. Like, he, he, when he gets fired, he gets hired within days because right. everybody fucking loves him. Right, okay. Now, Texas only cares about football. It's fucking football state. So Billy, Billy is brought there to get attention. right. He starts wearing cowboy outfits. He grows that, a mustache. Is, I'd love to get back into that mm-hmm. in one second, Dave. But uh, so it, as far as, like, the competency as a manager, is that – because he's obviously doing well. The teams are doing well. But if you're bringing a guy in to have a mustache and wear a cowboy, like, how much of it is the flair and how much of it is the substance? The substance is there are people that say there never has been or ever will be a coach like him. Right. So it he is. He can see everything happening on the field at once. Right. And figure out the one thing, the weakness. Okay. He is a, he is a genius. Right. Okay. Okay. He's also crazy. Yeah, he's a going, fucking right. box of like, yeah. chicken. He's a like. mad genius. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Texas hires him. Um, Texas 
is where he turned arguing into umpires, like his signature thing. Okay. Everyone needs a thing. Yeah. So fans would come to games just to see him flip out on umpires. Right. Kicks dirt on him. He would throw his hat. He would throw all the bats out of the dugout. Sure. Fans would cheer, and everybody loved it. Sure. He's got a set list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He was thrown out of both games of a doubleheader one time. Okay. (laughs) And he was twice that season tossed before the games even started. Wow. How does that happen? Just like walking by? Well, you know, they they walk out. Yeah, right. The coaches walk out to exchange lineups, and he must have started talking shit and getting. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, This is also the year of 10 cent beer night in Cleveland. Okay, right. Oh, yeah, right. He was the Rangers coach. Yes. And that's who they played. And so the Rangers had to fight their way off the off the field. Right. And afterwards, Billy was thrilled that his team stuck together and fought together. In so the was riot. Billy the only guy happy on Ted Cent Beer Night? <laughs> it feels now like we can finally he answer. Might, he he was the been. only guy who was like, that went great. That was amazing. That was fantastic, boys. That's how we got to play every night. <laughs> every night we're going to offer them Ten Cent Ale. We need to riot every single game. All right. So the Rangers finish in second, but the next year, um, they're bad. The, uh, he starts drinking more and more and more. That probably helped. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you the, know, Coach has been really good since he's been getting drunk. <laughs> What's good? He's, obviously, he's got some really crazy ideas. I like it a lot. He told me to shoot a cow. Yeah, yeah. No, he told me to do that, too. I just figured that was some sort of, like... See, I don't you know. Tell like me. I don't, code? I'm not. It might be a code. I don't yeah. know. Maybe steal second. Do you I, see what he wrote with uh, on the mirror in his puke? No. Win. But he spelled <laughs> it with a Y, but still. Uh, so plane flights were described as flying saloons and casinos. Jesus. And he would fly with his mistresses. Okay, so obviously Gretchen is no longer his... Uh, no, she's still... This is mis- yeah, but she's not the flight attendant. No, she's not yeah, the flight right, attendant. Right, she's right. now married and right. probably at home, and now right. he's... Billy loves to fly. <laughs> I love Billy. Uh, the owner didn't sign a player Billy wanted, and then Billy and the owner start having issues. Oh, that's good. And if you're the owner, you're entering dangerous territory, right. FYI. Oh, yeah. No, so, you've, now, you've now kicked the hornet's nest. Yes. You're, or poked it. You can do, do you whatever you like. you kick the hornet's nest? No, you, you poke it. it. You should not kick it. If what you it, can kick it, you can kick really high. Yeah, but that's fine if you can. I mean, if you have skills. Yeah, it's like poke the bear. Don't kick the or bear. Or kick the bear. I wouldn't kick the right bear. Right nuts. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> also, so Billy wanted the stadium to play John Denver's Thank God I'm a Country Boy during the seventh inning stretch because he just got into country music in Texas. Uh-huh. Now the owner that is, every, is that most people's gateway country I guess like, so. Man, I finally just heard it. <laughs> Makes so much sense. Shnot Twain, here I come. <laughs> the owner What's did a not, griddle? <laughs> the owner did not want that song played in the seventh stretch. He wanted the traditional take me out to the ball game. All right. And they argued about it all year long. It's just not worth it, Billy. And one day, Billy told reporters the owner, quote, knows all. As much about baseball as I know about my pipe. The follow-up will be how much does he know about his pipe? It feels like <laughs> probably a good amount. A lot. I know a lot. Okay, I, so yeah. he's... okay. I'm sort of a pipe expert. Okay, so you're saying it's a compliment. It's a compliment. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just felt like it had a... No, no, I was saying, it. yeah. I mean, okay. I, I went to school and studied pipes. Oh, my God. Okay. I have a degree so, in pipes. I wanted, it sounds like you have a great relationship. Yeah, we're the best. We're oh, okay. the, uh, really great. great. 
Right. The owner tells Billy he's thinking of firing him. How complicated is a pipe? <laughs> Pretty much just like <laughs> like something with two holes in it. Yeah, it's really not a good analogy. It's really not. I don't understand these pipes. They're a bit like a maze to me. How do you unlock these things? Ah, stupid thing. Smoke, smoke you, smoke. <laughs> so the next day after Billy makes that comment and the, and the owner says he's right. thinking about firing him, in the sixth inning, they have a phone in the dugout. And Billy, Billy calls. What player you need brought up, Billy? No, it's not player. No, song. We're making a change in the lineup, song-wise. He calls whoever's in control of playing the music on, on the dugout phone, and the umpire heard Billy scream into the phone, quote, I don't care what the owner says. Play the fucking John Denver song. Oh, my God. Imagine you'd be, like, sitting there being like, this is the coach? <laughs> like a bummer. Like, I really want to win. <laughs> It's called a designated song. <laughs> yeah, it's a substitution. And Billy said he better hear that song or else. And then the song is played. Oh my god! The owner's like, what the? He fuck? immediately fires Billy. <laughs> you know, Dave, life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. <laughs> and after the game, he cried and said goodbye to the players. Oh my lord! Sorry, guys. It's just that um. I don't know if you've ever heard Take Me Out to the Ball Game, but it doesn't have a lot of resonance. Well, people like it a lot, actually. It's Shut really, up, it's, but, Charles. In all stadiums. Shut up. Hmm? A song that is better and is more connected to the root of the city that we play in is John Denver. Thank God I'm a country boy. And I had to lay it up. Don't look like it's a no. No, it's just not. It's baseball. an unbelievable song. Yeah, but it's not a baseball it's song. It's a great, it's a song about everything. What? If, is baseball a part of the world? Yeah. Then it's a song. That song works for everything. We already have a song. It's the best song. Thank God I'm a country boy. How does that not work with baseball? It's not. It's not a baseball song. Well, the neither is "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." It's literally a baseball song. Listen to me. It's about a ball game. Thank God I'm a country boy. Come on, that's a song, baby. I'm not saying it's not a good song. It's a great song. It's not about baseball. But it's about it's about heart. It's about a commitment to it's not. agriculture. No, it's not. Basically. No. It's a song. It's a song about pride. It's a song about having pride in yourself and the the fields that you're plowing and the breakfast you'll be having. No, it's about a guy who likes being from the country. And he likes to have a cake on the griddle. And what? he wants a cake on the motherfucking griddle. Life ain't that motherfucking fun. Look, I stand <laughs> by my decision back there. You have got to be out of your mind and not think that was a good move. Right. I wanted to finish out the season, too. I wanted to see where this could go. But I'm afraid we went as far as take me out to the ball game could get us. It was time for a change-up. It was time for what I always call a curveball. You're the first manager in professional sports history to be fired over a song. And I won't be the last because you once people— No, I will not. Because once people hear— that song, no. that is going to be the seventh inning song. There's not a better song to stretch to. 
There's not a better Take service. me out to the ball game. Oh, we've heard it. We get it. You're at the fucking ball game. What more do you want? You want to go to the ball game again? Or do you want to learn about the salt of the earth people who built this country on their fucking backs? Anyway, just go ahead and pack up your locker. I'm open to other songs, too. <laughs> I just think Take Me Out to the Ball Game sucks balls. Okay. Okay. I'm going to miss the hell out of you guys. <laughs> we really could have gotten some stuff well, done. If- uh, look, Coach, you told me you taught me how to just stick to absolutely bullshit, insane you know, Don't positions. Don't abandon your principles. If I can leave you guys... I'm going to make a drink here, but I'm going to leave you guys with this. Just stick to your principles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I love you, fellas. No. Tell me that song's not in your head. Yeah, it's in my head. Okay, thank you. The Yankees hired Billy 12 days later. Imagine. (laughs) 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 He's got to be like, really? Yeah. This is the only job he ever wanted is the manager. Uh, he was introduced at a game. Fans go fucking crazy because Billy Martin's back. Billy cried. Casey Stengel. He cries at, a lot, huh? Yeah, he does cry a lot. Casey Stengel is at home. He's battling leukemia. Uh, he watched on TV and he cries. Okay. Yankees are bad. Sure. But Billy reshapes them. He gets rid of the slow guys. He brings in youth. <laughs> I like how speed. the other guy didn't do that. Yeah. Keep these slow pokes. <laughs> They're the key. <laughs> um. He brings in Mickey Rivers, who was very impulsive and, and ran up gambling debts. He was also known as Mick the Quick because he's super fast. And I he love gets his uh, stats. another w- w- really fast guy, Willie Randolph. So the owner, George Steinbrenner, mm. at this point has been when they hired Billy, he is suspended by Major League Baseball. George Steinbrenner. Is. Yes. Because he gave illegal campaign contributions to Richard Nixon and told all his employees to lie about it. Well, if you're going to put it all on the line for a politician, make it a good one. That's the guy. Make it a winner. So while he was suspended, he started making speeches into a tape recorder, and then the GM would bring it to the clubhouse and put it on a stool and play it for the players. Strange. (laughs) Super crazy. Uh, So after the fourth speech that Billy heard when he came in, he walked over and kicked the stool over and (laughs) stopped the cassette. And from that day on, every time the cassette recorder was played, a player would go kick it over. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But then George's suspension. So nobody's telling Steinbrenner. They're like, I went over great, George. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, George's suspension is lifted in March 76. So. Now he can give his speeches in person. Now we can kick the man himself over. And Billy protests, uh, says, you know, don't. I yeah, can't have you talking to my players. And George agrees. George is like, okay, I won't, I won't give the speeches. So instead, they agree that George will be allowed to roam the field while they're practicing. And do his little, like, how's your hand? Well, it, Billy found it very amusing because he'd walk by and say to a player, quote, okay, Pinella, now let's whip that bat around. Right. And... And at the infielders, he would always yell, "Step lively, boys!" Yeah. So just like what I would do. Yeah. And after, come he would- on, catch that ball, <laughs> get that going, do good work athletically. After he would hurt him, after he would say that, he would walk away, and Billy would say, "You heard him, boys. Step lively!" And all the players would laugh. Come on, George. guys, don't forget to move. <clears throat> 
So George didn't know shit about baseball. Sure. A player sprained an ankle, and the team trainer put ice on it. Uh-huh. And George came over and said, do something. Don't you have colder ice? Mm-hmm. It's a fair question. <laughs> How cold was it? It's not cold enough. Not cold enough ice. Yeah. yeah. Was it watery? Yeah. It, it was water. It was leaking. Yeah, that's water. Yeah. Not cold enough. Um, but he spent money. George spent money. The players had the best planes, the best buses, the best uniforms. How did uniforms. he have money? George Steinbrenner is a, it's, I don't know how he had money. He, he, um, he, had, but he, he, was like he started with like a factory rich. and no, he wasn't real rich. When he bought the Yankees, he bought them for $10 million. Like, oh God. um, but he definitely made money, you know, it, it was just businessy shit, okay. you know? Um, and George, George, uh, George would fight too. They had a, a team manager named Billy Kane and, he and George and Billy would argue over travel arrangements all the time because that's what Billy Kane did. <laughs> and he and George got into a fist fight in a New Orleans hotel lobby or arguing over travel. Was Billy like, now that I've done. I really respect <laughs> that. You got to beat the shit out of your travel guy in the lobby sometimes. Kane was fired and constantly rehired. Sometimes he would get fired and then just come in the next day like nothing happened and it would totally be fine. That's a good situation. <laughs> Billy and George loved each other, but they would fight a lot. Uh, but George let Billy run the show because he wanted to learn how to win. And Billy had an amazing ability to see everything on the field, like I said, right? So he was like, this guy is a, you know, he right. has a thing. Right. Um, if someone came in on hard on one of Billy's players, like slid hard at, at him, he would yell at his team, it was a bullshit play, and the veterans knew what to do. He would, like, fire them Retaliate. up and go get these guys. So everyone knew in baseball... If you hit the Yankees, the Yankees were going to fucking hit you a lot harder. Right. It was going to be a lot worse. They kind of took on his personality. They would. They started brawling the first game in Boston. They got into a big fight after a slide. Um, fans loved it. Right. And they came. And celebrities came. And Billy's famous again. Uh, right? He's back in New he's York. Back. He's back in the celebrity. And he lives in a Sheridan hotel in New Jersey, however. Sure. Well, I mean, back. He's not back, but he's, he's back-ish. He's back-ish. He's back. He's in the city. He's coaching. Yeah, he's in room 411 at the Sheridan in Jersey, but still pretty back. <laughs> and across the street was a dive bar called Bottom of the Barrel, and that's where you usually find Billy. People would call the bar to get a hold of them. Oh, God, that's crazy. It's also amazing how, like, dive bars will be like, this is a sad place. And people are like, that's where I need to be. <laughs> yes, here's my, here's my card. Your uh, last favor. <laughs> a table for one? <laughs> um, the Yankees extend his contract three years. They go to the World Series that year. Does but he they, get a home, or is he still? No, he's still in the Sheridan. He stays in the Sheridan for a long time. Oh, um, they go to the World Series. They lose to the Reds. Okay. Now, Reggie Jackson. Yes. He's a really big free agent. He's the biggest free agent out there. Right. A candy bar named after him. Like, he's a really big... What goes to candy bar? The, the Reggie Jackson candy bar. The Reggie oh, bar. I didn't know. You never heard of that? Yeah, no. they had a Reggie bar. Reggie bar. Um, he's a home run hitter. He has been in at least two locker room fist fights that I could find with teammates. Okay. Before. Notorious, notoriously thin-skinned and just a dick. Reggie Jackson is. Mm-hmm. Okay. But George wants him. Right. Because he's the biggest player. Billy does not want him. Billy's like, this guy doesn't fit on the team. He wants a different player. So when they're trying to get Reggie, Billy's not invited to any of the meetings. He's not invited when Reggie signs. He's not invited to the press conference when they announce Reggie. That's normal. (laughs) And Reggie does not contact Billy after he signs. He didn't call the bar or anything? (laughs) Hmm. Billy Billy doesn't call Reggie. Okay. 
in the press, they say the right things, but Billy knew Reggie was a square peg in a round hole. The Yankees are like a blue-collar team, and Reggie is a big ego, rich guy, attention hound. So George, um, George Steinbrenner is a special kind of asshole. Okay. <laughs> if a reporter wanted a season parking pass, George made them beg. Hmm. If it was a young reporter, he would have him come into his office and he would shoot rapid fire questions at him. Okay. Who's the greatest president? Should Truman have dropped the A bomb on Japan? Who was America's best author? What's your favorite poem? Okay. And if he didn't like the answer, George would just scream names at him and not give him a parking pass. Okay. So just <laughs> super weird. It's weird. It's, like, it's, this is what rich guys do for fun. Yeah, right. It's sport, right. Yeah, it's sport to right. them. It's like, they, they're ba- it's like a cat with a mouse. Like, he. He has something that you, you have something he needs. Have you ever heard Jeff Bezos laugh? <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not real. Yeah. <laughs> I never, I've never wanted a dick to blow up more before. Oh no. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, a week later, the reporter would come back and be grilled again. So it was a, a constant process, so this guy could get a parking pass, right? Because it's expensive. He can't afford. Right, right. He's a reporter. <clears throat> Eventually, the guy would get his parking pass. Um, George never did this to women, report, women reporters. Okay. Ever. Once a uh, team in, uh, intern unknowingly parked his car in the wrong spot, and it caused Donald Trump to have to wait to get his car out. Oh, my God. So George fired the team right in front of Trump oh, Jesus. to make up for it. <sighs> so that spring, Billy, George, and Reggie get along. Everything's going fine. Season starts. And then Reggie tells reporters his elbow hurts. Now, Billy didn't like... Billy didn't I don't like believe it. in injuries, Jackson. <laughs> no, Billy doesn't like people telling the press what's up. He's right. like, that's fucking yeah. not what you tell... You're telling... I, that's always, I mean, that's you always the case. Yeah, you, you don't, don't reveal do injury, yeah. So he benches him. And that leads to a two-and-a-half-hour meeting in the hotel with Reggie and Billy just because he benched him that one game. And the next day, Reggie's brooding around. And reporters are like, what's up? And Reggie says, quote, I don't know what's between us. Hmm. So it's starting out good. Mm-hmm. And then the Yankees start losing. Okay. And George wants Billy to fix it, or he tells him he's going to need a new job, fix this thing with Reggie. So it's 11 games into the season. Okay. And he's already being threatened with being fired. on the hot seat. Okay. So Billy has Reggie pick the next game's lineup out of a hat after after. George threatened to fire him. So he's basically just saying, fuck you, Steinbrenner. Yeah, yeah. It's, his, it's his version of, uh, right. thank God I'm a country boy. Right, 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 right. And they win that game. Okay, okay that's good. That's, that's shitty if you're Billy. You're like, ah, that shouldn't have worked. <laughs> so then in an article, Reggie said he was brought to Yankees uh, because they lacked leadership. So there's obviously guys on the it's team. a shot across the bow. Quote, I'm the, I'm the straw that stirs the drink. Munson thinks he can be the straw, but he can only stir it bad. Thurman Munson is the catcher. He's Billy's favorite. He's the okay. team leader. And Reggie said he was misquoted. And then Thurman Munson said, quote, for 3,000 fucking words. Oh, wow. Jesus. So it's not going great. No. <laughs> uh, I was misarticled. <laughs> Oh, look at that. There you go. Oh, God. Jeez. The next game, no one on the team speaks to Reggie. Okay. He hits a home run, and the Yankees go over to greet him, but then he goes to the other dugout entrance to avoid his teammates. Reggie does? Yeah. Oh, wow. 
And then he sits alone in the corner. And the commentator. Beautiful home run, and Reggie is avoiding his dug. He's going. He went into the other team's dugout, so that's kind of weird. We don't know where he is. So then he sits alone in the corner, and no one talks to him. So reporters ask him why he didn't shake his, his teammates' hands, and Reggie says his wrist was sore. Okay, sure. Right. And then they asked Thurman Munson, and Munson said Reggie was, quote, a fucking liar. Okay. So it's going well. <laughs> so that's why you let George put the team together. That's right. Two games later in Detroit during the first ESPN live televised game, Reggie. So it's the very first game. Reggie doesn't hustle for a ball. And now he'd actually fought a guy on his last team because he accused the guy of not hustling. And now he's not hustling. Okay. And Billy pulls Reggie out of the game. And in the dugout, they almost get into a fight on national television. They're like sure. screaming at each other, and, and it looks like they're going to brawl. A coach has to pick up Billy. He picks it, like, lift him up and pick him up to keep him from fighting Reggie Jackson. So Picking he's lifted up. off the ground that's a like weird. a little boy. Yeah, that's very, it's like <laughs> mini-me. Reggie, other, other coaches pull Reggie into the clubhouse as he's yelling, quote, you never liked me. This is all in front of a national audience. <laughs> You never liked me is not the best thing. No, it's not good. You never liked me. (laughs) This is the first time anything like this in sports has ever been televised live. No one's ever seen anything like this. Reggie now waits in the clubhouse in a T-shirt and cleats. And he said his cleats were on for good footing for the fist fight that was going to happen. Wow. But two players talk him into leaving the stadium. They're like, dude, you got to get the fuck out of here. Billy's crazy. (laughs) And then afterwards, Billy says, look, I handled the right way, the Yankee way. And Reggie then invites all the reporters to his hotel room, and he walks around talking, drinking wine, shirtless, holding a Bible. Okay. <laughs> this is the blood right here. Um, okay. It's, I mean, in some ways it feels like he's, I, w- I wouldn't say met his match, but it's like there is the publicity around something like this makes it I mean it's a little bit like you know like the what's you know going on with the Packers and Rodgers right now like or whenever you have a star like a star athlete has a lot of power yes you know a lot uh, so he in that one he's talking to reporters he says he loves George and he's being treated this way because he's black but a lot of the Yankees are black so that's not really right okay the guys icing him are black right so. okay so George makes Billy now, this is out of town. So George makes Billy, Reggie, and the GM have breakfast. And Billy says he didn't do anything wrong. And Reggie, so there's three guys at a table, and Reggie talks to the GM. Oh, he does one of those. To tell Billy what he said. Ah, uh, that's so awkward. <laughs> it's like. It's also, that can only go on for like 30 seconds before no, you're like, look, I'm not going to do that. This is what Ellen does to people. Right, she, right. Like they, she did that to writers. Right. She would talk to a writer, the producer, and the writer would be across from her. It's fucking crazy. This is what crazy people do. Like, this is... <laughs> when Reggie said he hustled on the play, Billy jumped up, quote, Get up, boy. I'm going to kick the shit out of you. And Reggie says to the GM, you heard it. He called me boy. And then, then you know, they just dis- d- dissolved. It. So, they went their separate ways. Right. And, and then George flies in, and he's going to fire Billy. Okay. But then Reggie's like... Put this tape recorder on the stool. <laughs> This is the one. But Reggie's like, you can't fire Billy because then everyone will fucking blame me. Oh. And Reggie stops him from firing Billy. And what a weird little pickle he's Right? He's, yeah. He's certainly put him, I mean, he's put himself, he's caught between home and third. Yeah. So, so George orders Billy to treat Reggie with respect. 
And then the other players are constantly fighting with him. Everybody fucking hates him on the team. And Billy just stays out of it. He doesn't do anything. The team's losing because of all this. And Reggie says he's upset he's not hitting fourth. And he keeps telling the press that. And finally the players are like, dude, just fucking bat him fourth. So we'll shut the fuck up. And they, he does, and they start winning again, and they win the division. So Reggie Jackson's just a giant fucking baby. Right. Like he's not playing well because he's sitting fifth, and they move him, and he's, then he starts playing well. Right, okay. <laughs> um, uh, they go and they play the Royals in the playoffs. The series goes to, it goes to the last game. And then in the last game, Billy benches Reggie because there's a pitcher he's never faced before, and he doesn't want Reggie to you know, go out there and try to hit against him. And then... It, it, is that know. weird? I think for the time it's not. Okay. But yeah, it might be a little fuck you. It okay. Might, it sure, sure, it could be. Um, Reggie's furious. They get into a, a, a massive brawl during the game because George Brett, you know, slides in hard. And while they're while there's a massive fight, they just catch Billy just smiling like he just loves it. Uh huh. Like this is fucking awesome. Yankees win. Reggie comes in the game late and heroics home run. Right. And then afterwards, Billy and Reggie are best friends and they're celebrating and Billy praising Reggie to the press. Hmm. Fans come to the airport to greet them. Look at that. Yeah, there they are. They're having a great time together. Look at that. (laughs) But when they get to the airport, Billy's the star. Right. Nobody wants to see, they chanting Billy's name at the airport. They mob him. No other Yankees getting that. It's all fucking Billy. Right play the Dodgers in the World Series. So they go from getting along great. The third game, Reggie is once again talking shit. Okay. He second-guessed Billy's pitching choices. He's angry because Billy said uh, he's not going to start him because he wasn't going to start him because uh, the Dodgers weren't pitching a lefty. That pisses Reggie off, and he says, quote, I don't need to take that from nobody, especially him. I know what I can do. And so they're just going back and forth. And Billy's like, "Mad, this is happening in the World Series. The World Series. They have another hotel meeting. <laughs> okay. So for hours. And then afterwards, Reggie's like, it's all resolved. We're fine again. They win the next two games. They're hugging in the dugout. More like the hugout. <laughs> uh, uh, Yankees extend Billy's contract right then. Reggie hits three. Right ho- then. Well, you know, not right then, right. but that, that right, right. in the middle of the World Series. Right. And then Reggie hits three home runs on three pitches in game six. They win the World Series once again. Reggie and Billy, hugs, champagne, right. love. Billy throws a victory party at the Sheridan. <laughs> well, at home. Yeah, when they're back home. And Gretchen realizes. Uh, oh, my God. I mean. <laughs> completely forgot like <laughs> i'm sure like she felt you know she's like yeah i also exist in this story well she realizes that he has two mis- mistresses there oh shit two S- two mistresses at the who, who who's like who, what sort of, like i don't know a drug one guy? seems really stressful yeah oh my god could you imagine? two at I the mean, same i mean i don't know if you've ever had experience with the two women you were dating in the same place and how weird that is but now picture your wife and two women you're dating yeah like you're like oh shit all right look i gotta get rid of one of these mistresses <laughs> so they start yelling at each other billy and gretchen in the in front of all the guests he throws his drink on the ground and smashes it, and then he goes across the street to the uh, bottom of the barrel and drinks alone. Quote, I sat there all by myself. I sat there and rested where no one could bother me. By the way, it's just, it's where he's supposed to be, at yeah, the bottom of the barrel. That's right. I mean, his marriage is basically over. Right. It's, uh, it's Dave, I'd like to say it's no guys on base, two outs, <laughs> own two. 
<laughs> Not looking great right now for Martin and Gretchen marriage. So he's the toast of New York again, right? They won the World Series, right. and uh, he's drinking with Bill Murray and John Belushi and Aykroyd, and oh he's on talk shows, and he's doing, he's taking commercial offers. Light Beer starts using athletes in ads, and Billy was, quote, the quasi-manager of the Light Beer team. Right. Now, he takes all these checks from commercials and deposits them, but he doesn't pay income tax on them. That's fine. <laughs> you can do that. They're commercials. You're not supposed to. You don't tax those. Those are. Does he? Did you not know how it works? No, I didn't. I wouldn't. Oh yeah, yeah. That is non-taxable income because. Because. Uh, well, I'm saying so. So go ahead. Okay. No, it just seemed like that's not a good. Yeah. What kind of accountant are you? A good one. I save you a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For I three years, to you're gonna be on top or? of the world. I only work with clients for three years. <laughs> that's sort of where I cut it off. His lawyer tried to get him how to to understand how taxes work, and he just didn't. He ignores it. Yeah, I was just, it doesn't seem like he didn't understand. He was yeah. just like, I choose to not. He, he's troubled money. He just gives out, like, the people are always trying to stop him from giving out so much money to people. Like, he's mm-hmm. just. So at the beginning of the next season, Reggie said he wouldn't get involved in any drama this year. He's like, that's it, no drama. Um, but then they have a lot of injuries, and they're not doing well. And um, George starts putting them on commercial flights to punish him. Oh, Jesus Christ. So they're all happy about that. On one flight, after a delay, they're all fucking drunk, and they're on this flight, and Thurman Munson starts playing his music loud, and a passenger asks him to turn it down. <laughs> Quote, mind your, own, mind your own business, fuck face. And then, <laughs> and then there's yelling, and then... Uh, it just makes me want to fly. Yeah. Billy comes back and to calm things down, but it doesn't, and then uh, Yankees are fighting. Imagine with, the like Yankees being in coach with you. Like, That's really weird. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Jeter, I got to pee again. <laughs> So it turns into chaos, and and uh, they would never fly commercial again. He would always put them on private planes. But now George thinks Billy's lost control of the team. So George starts leaking to writers that Billy was going to be fired. Okay, smart. And Billy is, like, totally drained, and uh, Munson takes him out to try to cheer him up, but Billy just bursts into tears and is sobbing for, like, 30 minutes. Hmm. He said George doesn't know the team. They're Yankees. George isn't a Yankee. And now Munson starts leaking to papers. The reporters wrote the team wanted George to get off Billy's back. So it's like a war yeah, in the press. Weird. Right, right, right. And then at Yankee Stadium, the fans give Billy a standing ovation. So they're like, we're behind Billy. Okay. Reggie meets with George to talk about all the shit's going on. They just end up arguing. And now George calls Reggie boy. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> So Reggie tells him not to call me boy. George says, get the fuck out of my office. Reggie's like, I'm not fucking leaving your office. So George storms out of his own office. George leaves his office? Yes. Then I quit my office. <laughs> okay. That's, a, <laughs> that's an admission of fear. So during the game that night, Reggie signals for Reggie, uh, Billy signals for Reggie to bunt. Okay. Now, big home runners, they don't bunt. Right. He's extremely offended. And he... Bunts foul, and then then he says, go ahead and swing away. Right, right? Billy's like, swing. But now Reggie's mad, right. and he refuses to swing. Okay, that's a problem. And he fouls out trying to bunt. And now Billy's fucking furious. The game's on national TV. And Reggie goes back to the dugout expecting a fist fight. Like, he's fucking storming in there, ready to go. But Billy just stays away from him. And then after the game, he calls George and the GM, and they suspend Reggie for five games. Wow. 
and uh, Reggie is just fucking. So Billy s- sold out. He didn't beat the shit out yeah, of he's someone not for be- once. Yeah, he's a total coward. Yeah, <laughs> so Reggie is just savaged by reporters and his teammates. And they win without him. They win four straight games. And he comes back in Chicago, and he tells the press he's done nothing wrong. And now the fucking team's, like, more livid. Everyone's more pissed. I had no idea about this side of Reggie Jackson. I mean, I don't know much about baseball. No, yeah, but people don't know how awful he was. That same night, uh, Billy's out drinking with his buddy Bill Vec from another one of our Yeah, right, right, right. And um, Bill Vec says, hey. Is that... No, he no. was Chicago. Okay. He was the minor league, did all the crazy stuff in Chicago. Right, okay. And Bill Vex says, hey, I need to tell you something. Last month, George tried to trade you to Cleveland. Wow. A manager. He weird. tried to trade his manager. Well, but but that that's so weird. But that has happened in the NBA and been floated in the NFL. What? Yeah, like... Um, like Doc Rivers essentially like had a I, I was like sort of traded to the Clippers from the Celt. Like it's really fucking weird. Really? Yeah, I think I might be wrong. I'm sure I'll hear about it if I am. But there, that has happened a couple times. But it is the weirdest. Yeah. It's like it just I don't. It just like it feels like management is not a part of that. They're like part of the management. Yeah. Like yeah. they're in charge of the trades. They're not part of the trade. Right. It's, it's the really craziest weird. idea. Yeah. <laughs> but also, that's this got to be the first time, probably. Yeah. yeah. So Billy's fucking livid, and they leave that night, and they're going through the airport, and he, Billy's been drinking. And as they go through the airport, he goes off on Reggie to two reporters. Okay. Quote, here's what I'm saying. Shut up, Reggie Jackson. We don't need none of your shit. We're winning without you. Oh, Jesus. He said Reggie and George deserved each other because, because one was a liar and the other was convicted. Uh, wow. Now, George had been convicted of making illegal campaign contributions. So the reporters called George and he asked them to reread this. He's like, what? Could you say that again? Oh. And then he said, send over a tape recording I could put on a stool, please. (laughs) And they said, quote, I'm stunned. I don't know what to say. So the next day, Billy's lawyer's like, did you fucking say this? And Billy's like, yeah, Billy said, quote, no. Well, yes, but not like it's come out. But yes, like I was drunk. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, listen to me. That's exactly what he's saying. He's like, I mean, I said it, but I didn't want to. Look, I to be honest, it comes down to this. Life where I'm from on the farm is kind of laid back. Yeah. It's nothing like a country boy like uh, me can't no, you're hack. Not, you're from- it, if you look at it, it's kind of like it's early to rise, early to sack. You're from fucking Berkeley. Thank God I'm a country boy. No. Woo! Want some wheat to chew on? No! It's Billy time! So... Uh- his lawyer says, look, you need to retire because if you get fired, you won't get paid. But if you retire, you will get paid for right, health reasons. Right. So he does. Okay. And he, as he reads his resignation, he's quivering and almost crying. And his old teammate, Phil Rizzuto, said, quote, I was worried he was going to throw himself off the balcony or something. Well, that's how you go out. Now, back in New York, George gets tons of death threats. Okay. Fans threatened to never go to another Yankee game. Right. They start burning tickets outside the stadium. That's not great. The media is attacking Billy and uh, attacking George and, and pro Billy. Okay, right. Reggie is blamed for starting it all. Wow. 
And then we'll do part two. <laughs> what? I'm trying to... Th- wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll be back right after these words. The main source for this episode was the book, Billy Martin, Baseball's Flawed Genius by Bill Pennington. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th, Adelaide, November 16th, Canberra, November 17th, Brisbane, November 18th, and then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help 